Hello, and welcome to your Red Friday edition of the Arrowhead Drive. I'm Steven Serta. Let's start your morning with today's outlook on the Kansas City Chiefs. Here's what you need to know for Friday, December 9th. Yeah, I'm, listen, we're past the Bengals thing. I'm on, uh, you know, way past that. So let's, let's keep going on to Denver. I mean, you know, you're asking me questions about them, but you're asking me to forget about them. So they're forgotten on to this one. Yeah. Andy Reid has moved on from the Chiefs' Week 13 loss to the Cincinnati Bengals, even if Chiefs' kingdom hasn't. The NFL moves fast, and you can't spend a lot of time lingering on poor performances. The Chiefs came up short against the Bengals once again, and now they have to handle business the rest of the way to try and take command of the AFC once again. That starts on Sunday in Denver. Ideally, the Chiefs will win their remaining five games against the Broncos, Texans, Seahawks, Broncos one more time, and wrap up the regular season with a win over the Raiders. Nothing is given in the NFL, and the odds are in the Chiefs' favor to run the table, but they can't spend a lot of time thinking about what they would have done differently against their AFC rival in the Bengals. The Chiefs are still in play for the AFC bye, and they need to take care of business the rest of the way. The AFC-leading Buffalo Bills also have a much tougher road to a first-round bye with four of their final five games coming against teams that are 500 or better. That includes matchups against current playoff teams in the Jets, Dolphins, and those Cincinnati Bengals. As far as the injury report goes, ahead of Week 14, the Chiefs' list was long once again with 13 Chiefs receiving a designation, though only Kadarius Tony and linebacker Nick Bolton were limited in practice this week. All signs point to Joe Tooney making his return this week after a two-game absence, and Andy Reid added that McCole Hardman is doing well in his recovery, but might not quite be ready to make his return against the Denver Broncos. The Broncos also had a long injury report with 12 players receiving injury designations and six of them not practicing this week. The other half were limited. We'll have the final injury report of the week for you later today at arrowheadpride.com. Um, not, not for me. Um... In this league, you got to move on, or you're gonna make one loss turn into two. So uh, you just uh, you watch the tape on Monday. Uh, you get a sense of what you could do better and, and what you can take away that you did positive. Um, then you move on to the next week, and uh, that's what we're do- that's what we're doing. And we're ready to play a great football team in the Denver Broncos. When you've got the best player in the world on your team and you're a perennial Super Bowl contender, it's understandable to get a little worried when you fail to get over the hump against a single opponent three times in a row. It's particularly worrisome when one of those losses to the Bengals was a home AFC championship game, but it's in the past. The Chiefs lost once again to the Bengals, and it's time to move on to the Denver Broncos. The Chiefs have, and now we need to do the same. All this Chiefs team can do from here on out is run the table to put themselves in a position to clinch the AFC bye. From there, maybe they can position themselves to settle the score against the Bengals team, but we'll worry about that once the postseason arrives. This Chiefs team is still one of the best offensive units in football, and the defense still has plenty to work on before the playoffs. We're on to the Denver Broncos. Yeah, we just really emphasize playing our division opponents. Um, that's something that we work on all offseason. Um, in order to, to get where you want to go, you have to win your division uh, most times. And so uh, for us, um, uh, coach, the coaches do a great job of giving us great game plans, and then I try to go out there and execute them. And uh, uh, we, we just really emphasize trying to beat our division opponents, and the Broncos have been one that's been a great challenge for us every year. With a win over the Broncos in Week 14 and a Chargers loss to the Miami Dolphins, the Chiefs can clinch the AFC West this week. With everything that was made this offseason about the division loading up to take down the Chiefs, the fact that Kansas City can clinch the division through 14 weeks is something that probably won't get enough credit. 
The AFC West was a letdown this season compared to the lofty expectations, but Chiefs fans will be happy to take a seventh straight division crown on Sunday. Yeah, I think it's just a mindset um, of when you lose, you get that sour taste in your mouth, but you have to kind of do whatever you can to get better from it. Um, and uh, it, it's cool to see with a lot of young guys that you do that because a lot of times you see the young guys, uh, it, can get, it can go bad fast, but we've had guys that bounce back and continue to work to improve, learn, like I said, from the negatives, uh, take away from the positives as well, um, and be better the next time we step on that field. And that's what you want when you're kind of getting to this late part of the season, uh, when you're trying to build and make a playoff run. The Denver Broncos have become a bit of a running joke this season with the way things have played out for Russell Wilson and Nathaniel Hackett. Denver traded a boatload of picks to acquire the former Seahawks quarterback and gave him a massive extension before he had even played a single game as their quarterback. It's been, to put it nicely, a total disaster for Denver. As we mentioned earlier this week, the Broncos' offense is dead last in the NFL in scoring. Russell Wilson has looked like a shell of himself, struggling to even move the ball, let alone actually find the end zone. But this Broncos' defense is still extremely talented and should not be slept on. If Nathaniel Hackett and Wilson could put together any kind of reasonable offensive game plan, the Broncos' season might look very different with the play of their defense. The Broncos only give up 17 points per game, that's second fewest in the NFL. They also give up the third fewest yards per game. All of this is to say we might be in for an ugly game on Sunday, but one the Chiefs should still be able to come out ahead in for a nice rebound in Week 14. Um, well, they let, they let me know a few weeks back. Um, uh, we had the announcement last I think last night at my, at my gala. Um, but, I mean, obviously a tremendous honor. I mean, not only to be the, uh, the Walter Payton nominee for the um, in a, for the NFL, but for the Chiefs who have the most Walter Payton Man of the Years. And it's such a um, prestigious honor for this organization, especially to, to give back to the community, community that gives us so much. Um, and there's so many deserving guys on our team. So for me to have my turn this year, uh, something that I'll hold uh, for the rest of my life. Earlier this week, the Chiefs announced they have nominated Patrick Mahomes for this year's Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. All 32 NFL 2022 nominees will wear a Man of the Year helmet decal and will be recognized for their accomplishments both on and off the field in the weekend leading up to the Super Bowl in February. The winner of the award each year receives a $250,000 donation to a charity of their choice. Each runner-up still gets a $40,000 donation to their charities. In addition to the main award, there is also the Nationwide Charity Challenge, which calls for fan votes on social media between now and January 8th, using the Twitter hashtag WPMOYChallenge, followed by the nominee's last name and his Twitter handle. Each retweet also counts as a vote. This year, the nominee who pulls the most hashtag mentions will receive a $25,000 donation from Nationwide to his charity of choice. Chiefs players have won the previous two NFL Man of the Year charity challenges in Tyron Matthew and Travis Kelsey, so Chiefs fans get to work. That's the Arrowhead Drive for Red Friday, December 9th. If you've enjoyed the Arrowhead Drive, please subscribe to the entire Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network. While you're there, leave us a rating and review. Coming up later today, it's Show and BK with our full game preview on this week's matchup against the Denver Broncos. As for me, that's a wrap for now. I'm Steven Serta. We'll catch you on Monday for the next edition of the Arrowhead Drive.